Welcome to the Splash of Sass podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show. And if you are not watching Below Deck Down Under, that's fine. That's fine. But I just have to say that this girl, Margot, she is one of the stews. Except, no, she's not. No, she's not. She is actually Jennifer Lawrence's long lost twin. Long lost twin, or at the very least, sister. It is absolutely crazy. Her mannerisms, the way she looked, like everything about her, just they're cut from the same cloth, you know? It's fascinating to watch. I, and we know that J Law is a Bravo fan, so I'm sure she has opinions on it. Like, you're literally watching yourself live out a different life. Like, that's Jennifer Lawrence if she was in yachting. And Either way, of course, they ended up on TV because, again, they're cut from the same cloth. They were meant to be on TV. Okay, um, but seriously, I do have an actual boating question, and I really do need it answered. Maybe by Shannon Bedore, because did you know that she grew up on boats? She grew up on boats, I think. Um, but I grew up swimming in the ocean and going on boats, other people's. and That's the key. That's the key. Never have a boat of your own. Always just have friends with it. Like the maintenance, the ga- everything that you have to do to it. No, no. Just have a friend and pack a cooler. And yeah, that's my contribution. I'll bring as much food and drink as you want, but it's going to be on your boat. Thank you. Um, So anyways, the number one rule about being out in the water is you always get out if it's raining. Get out. Like, that's when lightning can strike and bad things happen, you know. It's just not safe. You couldn't even see 10 feet ahead. It was so gloomy out. And they were snorkeling on below deck in Australia. They were snorkeling. They were going to find those fucking mermaids that are swimming around the Australian waters, as we learned today on JLL. No. <laughs> oh my God. If there were going to be mermaids, of course they would be in Australia. Of course they are. I told you, Australia is a weird fucking place. Love you guys forever. Like, you guys are great and fascinating, but something's just a little, like, twinge, you know? You guys would admit to that, right? Remember, like, Simon Van Campton from um, the original Real Housewives in New York? That that kind of thing. Um, but also, why did the Bravo executives decide on calling it Real Housewives in New York Legacy? Like, I'm still not, I don't like how I have to be, like, the original Real Housewives when now there's two season ones of R-H-O-N-Y. Like, that's just kind of weird. Why didn't you do, like, the Real Housewives of the Upper East Side or what, like, anything, anything. The Real Housewives of Sycamore Street. I don't know. Megan said that during, Megan Weaver said that during JLL today, Sycamore Street. And it just made, I just love that word, Sycamore, Sycamore. I guess if you break it up, it's kind of sad, like sick a more, but you know, sick a less, sick a less. No, I, Sycamore, it's just fun. Okay. Um. Anyways, I just, I didn't understand why they were snorkeling 
in a rainstorm in the middle of Australia on below deck, but obviously it's now clear that they were searching for mermaids and you ain't got time to wait for that. Okay. If you're in Australia, it doesn't fucking matter if it's raining. It doesn't matter if you get struck by lightning. Okay. If you find a mermaid, that's worth it. It's worth it. I would maybe get struck to meet a mermaid if that was like the trade-off, except I read about a girl who she got struck on like the white house lawn one time visiting yikes. And life hasn't been the same. Like when a storm's coming, like her body starts like electrifying and she can't be around microwaves. And um, judge Lauren Lake said that we're in a microwave society now. So that basically means that she just can't be around society if she can't be around microwaves. So our thoughts and prayers are with her. But there's also this kid, Adam, on Below Deck, and he's a deckhand who gets seasick all the time. What? Well, and he says that it's he's in it for the money and it just it's good money. So it's worth taking all this medication. And OK, yeah, I get it. But like Uber drivers make money, too. You know, like Grubhub is a thing now. Like he it feels like because he's from Brooklyn and it feels like very back in the day, like old school i gotta get a job down on the docks because there's nothing else and there's no other week around here you know the paper boys are taking up all the business i don't know but it's just like sir like there's many other options if your job is making you literally sick like that's like a heart surgeon being like hey um sometimes i throw up when i cut hearts open but you know the money's good so so I'm going to do it anyways. Um, No, you're not. No, you're no. Somebody needs to step in and say, get a new job, get a hobby and get a new job. Oh my God. And this kid, Adam on below deck is so concerned about safety. He's like the self-designated safety officer over correcting people all the time. And the biggest irony of all is that, and this kind of plays out in the preview for next week when he has to throw a line to the dock and he's basically up chucking everywhere, can't up chuck the rope because he's up chucking his throat. And so here he is preaching safety left and right. And it's like, sir, you are the biggest hazard on the boat. Like you are actually the biggest safety hazard by not being fit to like you can't just vomit again let's go back to the heart surgeon example (laughs) because i feel like that kind of nailed the point like if you're gonna vomit on the operating table then let's just call it a day and i don't know go sell medical supplies instead if you you really love this biz you know okay moving on to the number one person in radio show biz on the tuesday august 1st episode of july of july what the fuck you guys Help, what is time? How is it all? All right, we all get it. We've probably all said that a million times today. How's it all get? We do that the first of every single month. I can't believe it's August. I can't believe it's September. Well, guess what? Wake up and smell the August because here it is. Here here it the fuck is. And on the August 1st episode of Jeff Lewis. All right. We had birthday girl Megan Weaver. We had Monica Casey. And we had Shane Douglas. 
Megan, it's your birthday. Oh my, I hope, but is it her actual birthday? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Happy, happy birthday. Um, no, but honestly, what the fuck happened to that chili song? I'm pissed. I'm still pissed. I haven't let this go because it was just so fun. It was so clappy and fun. And it just put everyone in a great spirit. And if it's your birthday, you feel like um at the Jewish wedding when they put you up on the chair, like, um, yeah, that's how it feels when you get the chili song sung at you. Like you're just sitting there like a like monkey with the tambourines like clapping yourself <laughs> oh my god um but it really was like a chump pep rally it was, i don't know it was like being at a chump pep rally for 10 seconds so well truly what the fuck happened to that did chili's call and say we take back the rights to that song can we just change a few words around but if it is Megan's actual birthday, I wonder if Jeff filled the room with balloons. You know, like if she walked into like at least a fun environment, if they're not going to sing and clap for her. But and I feel like Jeff would be like, ew, what the why the fuck would I ever why the fuck would I ever fill that room with balloons for Megan? Um, cause she's a fucking queen and cause it's fucking fun. It's fun. You guys should, if anything, you guys should have been taking some shots of Patron or get a mimosa. Like, let's, what happened to the fun back in the, you know, like, let's get the party started. I'm sure they will on the after show. Brandy and Julie will help assist it out. But yikes. Like, I was like, Jeff, can, it sounds like you're like frowning this whole first segment. Can we at least pretend like you love Megan? Cause we know you do. We know you do. Um, or you could have at least balloon bombed her car that sounds more like jeff that's up jeff sally um as in like jeff has shane pick up a bunch of balloons then they drive to sirius xm studios and then during live air kian sneaks off slithers off into the night and i don't know you could either politely tie them around her car or if she's like stew and just leave shit unlocked as you do when you live in Los Angeles and there's no one to rob you ever. <laughs> um, yeah, just if it, her car's unlocked, just fill her car up and boom, you've been balloon bombed, bitch. Okay, wait, that actually might be an awful idea. Like, don't try that at home, folks, because I feel like Jeff would actually just tie balloons to, like, her tailpipe and, like, get things all... It would just be a mess, so don't. Um, But Patrick and Paul, they were having some fun when they stopped by Kelly Dodd's house or they all met up somewhere, I don't know, to get some chowder. Uh, Oh, I think they went there because Megan was like, yeah, they asked us to stop by for a chowder. Just stop by for a chowder. I'm like, what the fuck? Are they in Cape Cod right now? Like, where where are you guys at? Because I know the best chowder. Actually, okay, I'll say that story in a second. Because Shane was like, mmm, yeah, no, that sounds perfect on a hot summer day. That's exactly what I crave. A steamy bowl of hot cream. Hot cream. Well, I mean, Shane might crave that, <laughs> but it'd be a different kind of cream. Um, but anyways, so they were all like, no, seriously, what the fuck? Why are you eating clam chowder in the heat like that? And Megan was like, well, I have, we had the ocean breeze to cool down our cheeks. But about a decade ago was the Cape Cod Chowder Festival disaster <laughs> of 2015. Of 20, My family and I, it was like doomsday prep because it basically turned into the walking dead. Like everybody died at that chowder festival because, because 
it was like, it, so it was a chowder festival and you basically go around and get like little cups of chowder from like 20 different vendors as if anybody needs that amount of chowder. I don't need to try 20 chowders at once ever again. Oh my God. I would much rather be at a beer festival, but, um, it, so it was wicked hot out that day. And obviously the new England humidity, it was a mess. So it started at like noon, prime time for the sun, beating down on us, sweat pouring out of every orifice crevice. It wasn't even sweat by that point. At the end, it was like clam juice coming out, clam juice and cream coming out of your pores. It was disgusting. We have all agreed that we've never felt grosser in our entire in our entire lives to be completely stuffed to the brim with fucking clam chowder on an 112 degree day. It was disgusting. It was I like rolled me out of there like Veronica, Veruca, whatever, blueberry from Willy Wonks. Willy Wonks, Willy Wonks, Willy Wonks. Um, so what was I even talking about? I just got thrown back into that memory and I'm like sweating over just thinking it was disgust. Like imagine somebody making you chug an entire quart of cream. No, like 12 quarts. So like we drink jugs, ju- basically jugs of cream, hot cream, and then just sat out in the sun for hours. <laughs> that is my definition of torture. So Jeff, Jeff was sounding tortured. Je- his sounds emotionally tortured. Like he was having some serious FOMO or some sh- something was going on because he kept on asking about Patrick and Paul. Like, did they invite you? Did you invite them? Who did that? And between the party interrogation and the Patrick and Paul one, it just, it felt like he had FOMO for sure. And then when he found out that Doug is cooking Megan's birthday dinner tonight, and he won a seat at Megan's table. <laughs> he got a seat at Megan's table and Jeff did not. And Jeff was again like, wait, what? Who Doug's staying? You are, you're actually letting him stay? And Megan's like, not only am I letting him, I actually want him there. I, I want him there. And Jeff was like, damn. And I think for the first time, Jeff wanted to be Doug. Like he wa- he was jealous of Doug. Like he wants to be at Megan's table And again, she just wasn't offering that seat today. (laughs) Better luck next time, bud. Um, But Mushroom Meggie's party is coming up. Another thing Jeff's not invited to. (laughs) But he was like, great, spend money on a party when you're saving money for your renovations. That's real responsible. Um... Okay, dad, what the fuck, Jeff, uh, as if we care about being responsible on our motherfucking birthday, uh, let her have some fun. Next on JLL, Jeff talks about his elevator encounter with Smelly from HR. He was saying that he hadn't seen her in a while and he was like, I'm doing so good. Oh my God, look at me go. I don't even, I forgot about you. But we also might have to forget about Jody Sweetin, Sweetin for a while because, um, yeah, Jeff mocked her <laughs> on live air for posting a love note to her husband. And we all know that Jeff's number one fucking pet peeve is people who are in healthy and loving relationships, okay? Do not bring those around him. He tries to avoid them at all costs. sorry Jeff but come on you're asking for it if you're gonna shit on love then we can shit on you (laughs) oh love ya that's the cycle of life (laughs) 
right there. Um, so scientists have found that people are becoming less attractive. Thank God. Thank God. Let the robots be perfect. Okay. Let us be fucked up little weirdos. Like I want to be the back alley cat with like one crooked tooth and like a snaggle something and like half a tail. That's just, it's more fun. It's fun to look at. Interesting. You know? So that's just what I tell myself. <laughs> so Megan was saying that, um, it's a functional matrix hypothesis of like something misaligned teeth or jaws were turning into sh sharks now, I guess, jaws. I don't know. But I just remember learning like 10 years ago that attractiveness, they did a study and it's based off of symmetry. So if your face isn't symmetric, then you're automatically out of the running <laughs> of even being considered like most attractive person in the world. And my face is absolutely split down the middle, middle. Like it's again, I just love a Harry Potter reference, but it's really like half Harry Potter and half Voldemort. Like there's a good side and a bad side. One tries to do good and one is evil. And you, I, I know which half is half. I know which witch is which. So Megan was telling Jeff that he's starting to look like tan mom. He's getting addicted to spray tans, he admits. Got one yesterday. The lady's coming again on Friday for his trip to New York. Okay, this reminds me exactly of when... <laughs> brides go overboard on their wedding day and they do their makeup all crazy and look nothing like they do any other day for the rest of their life like just this one day it's like who the fuck is that fool who is that fool in that wedding dress and why didn't i put down the fake eyelashes um, take one thing off your face, but Jeff, just don't be the orange face fool. Don't be the orange. There already is one of those in New York. I heard he has his own tower, you know, so just put the spray tan down and slowly back away. Back the fuck up, especially from your tanner's face. This lady who does it because we learned that Jeff just shoves his dick right, <laughs> right up in there, but yet he's only comfortable wearing underwear during a massage. I found that fascinating. Like, no, I would naked all the way. And again, a massage is probably the only time, like if a girl was masseusing me and she wanted to slip a finger in and like, she was doing a really good job. I, why would I stop her? If I'm in that relaxed of a state, like I don't mind. Okay. As long as nothing has to be reciprocated. Like I'm not fucking doing work. No, I'm, I just want to get, I just want to be happy at the end. You know, Disney movies taught us to always strive for happy endings. So, <laughs> So I think that's what they meant. Uh, but it led to some waxing talk. And more importantly, what it actually led to was a trip straight to Smelly's office. Um, literally just after mentioning that Jeff hadn't been in Smelly's HR office in a while, he absolutely earned himself a trip. He manifested that live on the air uh, by offering drugs live on the air in the form of a Valium. Megan Weaver with the Valium at the waxing salon. If she wants it, if she wants it, Jeff has got it. Um, he offers it to her because yeah, waxes are, they're horrible. It's like, imagine ripping off your toenail. Ow. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he actually probably won't get in trouble. Do you remember the, when he left Ozempic in the fridge? What the fuck? So apparently they don't mind about that drug shit. Uh, allegedly maybe. So, but speaking of drugs, <laughs> Megan didn't invite the chumps to the mushroom party. Mushroom Maggie. Uh, Jeff, Jeff was sounding so needy, too needy, too needy because Megan's just having a different group of friends at that party. And like, 
you're allowed to have different groups of friends. What the fuck? I hate that shit because I was always like friends with so many different groups. And I hate when one group is like, you can't be with that girl. We all need to be. No, like it's different vibes. Okay. I could totally understand Jeff's point. If Megan left one person out, like if she just, if she invited everybody, including the chumps and her other friends and didn't invite Jeff and was like, Oh, we can celebrate with a birthday lunch later. Like, just the two of them and then had a huge party for everyone else. Like, but no, that's not the thing. Trump's are getting a party too. It's just in a few days. So why are you mad, bro? Why are you mad? Like, that's why you're not allowed to come. Cause they just want to vibe out on shrooms and maybe, I don't know, lose their tops. And I don't know, maybe get massages until there's a slip of the finger. I don't know. I don't know what they want to do, but Jeff would just be sitting there judging them. Judge Jeff, judge Jeff. So, or you would spill the secrets on air, you know? So she just, she gets to have her private time because you are too public of a figure. Okay. That's what it comes down to. Love you. So Trish called in nice lady, but she was calling because she loves them doing the mic check. Uh, she loves to watch them doing the mic check. Um, what it would have been nice if she did a mic check. What the fuck? It sounded like she was scuba diving. She was searching for mermaids. She was snorkeling with the below deck crew looking for mermaids in Australia. Like it was like gargle. She was like gurgling something as she was talking. And it was just the irony of saying that she loves their mic check when she clearly did not conduct one of her own. So ma'am, we would just love if everybody did mic checks. Thanks. Um, and I get things happen. You know, I, I run a pod, but I'm just saying. So then what the fuck? The next caller had to one up this situation and called in singing happy birthday in like Luann's remix of it. But her, she, and she was talking about Megan being just magical, like some magical, mega, magical, magical. That could be a thing. Uh, yeah, no, who the fuck was that? Somebody was like, is this Todd Lewis? And it was definitely a prank call. And if it wasn't, I'm sorry, ma'am, but it, it had to be a prank call. And I'm just saying, instead of having a prank caller call in, why not give a little bit of airtime to Monica Casey? How about you share a story or two? You know, we love those. And I, I forgot that she was there until the end because it was just so quiet. You know, again, Jeff was just busy ripping apart the fact that Megan didn't want him at his party or at her party, which again proves why she doesn't want you at her party. Cause you'll just rip things apart. Love you guys so much. Okay. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> to not rip apart the episode, but you know, just insert some sass. And I was just saying what other people were thinking or now they're thinking it. <laughs> okay. I love you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow. Have the best day. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sails, splash your sails.